Hello, hello, and welcome to Mental Wellness Mondays with your host, Dr. Nicole L. Arcady, your mental wellness expert. And today we're going to talk about communication, verbalizing your thoughts and feelings. That is such an important part of being able to effectively communicate your needs. You would think that that would be something that's very simple and easy, but it's very challenging for a lot of people to do. And the reason why is because communicating how you feel can leave a person feeling vulnerable or they may just be afraid of how the other person may receive it. So what may happen is you may be the type of person who just suppresses your feelings. So instead of really saying how you feel, you'll have the thoughts inside of your head but you just press them down. You suppress them, you push them down, you push them down, you push them down because of multiple reasons. One, it could be because you are afraid of how you may sound. If you say how you're feeling, two, you may be um, leery and fearful of how other people may respond or the reactions you might get from others by verbalizing how you feel. You may feel that you don't even know how to say it clearly or to articulate how you're feeling. So you just find it easier to just not say anything and just push your feelings down. Or another reason may be you're suppressing your feelings is because you don't feel that you're going to be heard, that you feel other people may just be dismissive of whatever your feelings are and your thoughts. So you say, well, why bother? What's the point? They're not going to listen to me anyway, but that's not the point. The point is you have to be able to say how you are feeling, whether or not the other person accepts what you're saying. That's not the point. The point is not suppressing, which is pushing down your feelings, pushing down your thoughts and not being able to verbalize them because there are negative things that happen with that, right? Not verbalizing and communicating how you feel can lead to depressed thoughts, can lead to you having over anxiousness can lead to you just isolating yourself, can lead to you just not feeling good about yourself, can lead to you having angry outbursts because our emotions need to go somewhere. They need to be expressed. And there's different ways you can express yourself, but for the purpose of today's podcast, we're talking about verbalizing your thoughts and feelings. That means speaking out loud whatever thoughts you have that are going on inside of your mind. Now, let me just clarify. You do have to be mindful of some of the things that you say. So now I want, when I'm saying verbalizing your thoughts and feelings, I'm not saying I want you to go around and be hurtful, that I want you to be malicious with intent and your and your words, right? So you do have to use some discretion and say, okay, is this going to be hurtful or harmful when you're having a conversation? Now, if you're thinking that it's going to be harmful, meaning... Am I about to yell at them or am I about to curse at them or use profanity at them? Am I about to say things that are belittling and intentionally hurtful? That's what I mean when I say hurtful, right? So if you are at a place where you're just about to just say something that's just not really nice and that is intentionally going to be hurtful, harmful, and mean to the other person, now that's different. That's not what I want you to do, right? 
that can simply come from you suppressing your feelings because keeping your feelings down for a long period of time, then when something does happen, and it can be something small or trivial, you may just explode or blow up or you may take things out of proportion because you have been suppressing your feelings and your thoughts. What I'm talking about is when you say, okay, is this going to be helpful or harmful? By you simply having that thought that lets me know that you are already being considerate of what you're going to say, right? And so I don't want you to think, oh, this is going to be harmful because it's going to hurt their feelings, right? It's just how you communicate it. They may not like what you're saying because if someone is wanting me to do something and I'm going to tell them no, no matter how well I say it or how nice and politely I put it together, they're still not going to be happy with it, right? So I don't want you to get to the place where you think, oh, well, I can't say anything because they're not going to like it or it's going to hurt their feelings. No, you still need to be able to verbalize your thoughts. Your thoughts are just as important as the other person's thought. Your feelings are just as important as the next person's feelings. Your feelings are your feelings and they're not wrong, right? They are simply how you're feeling and no one has the right to tell you that you shouldn't feel the way that you are feeling because you are and it's okay. I want you to get to the place where you can simply, you have a thought, let's say, I'm gonna give you an example. You may have a event coming up, right? And so there's this event that your friend may be putting on and they asked you if you could participate. By participating, they want you to really help with planning and doing a lot of other things. Now, maybe you really don't want to do it. Maybe it's not an event that you really are looking forward to, you're not into, or maybe you just have a lot on your plate, you have things that you have to do, or maybe you just don't want to do it because you're just not interested, right? It could be as simple as that. But what's happening is you're not telling your friend. As your friend is having this conversation with you, just nodding like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. And you're just listening. Now inside, you're just seething. You're thinking, I don't want to do this. Why is she even asking me this? Why can't she get someone else? I have too much going on. She knows all the things I have going on in my life right now. I just don't have the time or I'm just not interested. These are all the thoughts that are going on inside of your head. But when you're talking to your friend, you're just smiling, you're nodding. So she has no idea that you don't even want to participate in the event. So in this scenario, it's important for you to stop and then have this conversation with your friend. You can simply say, you know what, thank you so much for thinking about me with this event. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to participate, right? That's one way you can say it. Or you can say, you know what, I've been thinking about this. It sounded like a really good idea when you first brought it up to me. But as I start looking at, at my schedule and things I have going on, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to assist you in this. I'm not going to be able to participate, right? That's another way that you can verbalize how you're feeling. Or you can say, you know what, thanks so much. I know you were talking about this event, but it's not really something that I'm interested in doing. But if there's something else in the future, you know, that you are looking into and that may sound interesting that I I wouldn't mind participating, I'll let you know, but I'm not going to be able to do that right now. As simple as that. You don't have to go into a big explanation. The problem is we often will feel the need to give an explanation when we say no to something. You don't have to do that. You can simply say no. And that's it. If you want to give more, you can, but you're not required to say more, right? You have the right to just simply say no. So it's being able to communicate, verbalizing how you are feeling, 
what kind of thoughts you have in your head. Now, just think about this. You may be at a meeting and they may be brainstorming around the table, trying to think of different ideas on how to do something to make it better or to enhance your work environment or or just a project that's going on. But if you're sitting there with all these great ideas and thoughts in your head, but you're not saying anything, you are not helping out your colleagues. You're not helping out your coworkers because your ideas that you have in your head may just be what they're looking for. That's the whole thing about problem solving. Everyone is giving their ideas on what they feel may be beneficial and may be helpful. So it's not keeping quiet and thinking, well, my idea is going to sound dumb or they're not going to understand or no one really wants to listen. No, just go ahead and put your thoughts out there and then see what happens. What ends up happening is we get so wrapped up with and staying stuck in our own thoughts that we've created this whole scenario in our head of how it's going to turn out. And usually the way we have created it is a negative way. We usually are thinking it's going to come out poorly, horrible, that it's going to be really bad. And oftentimes when we actually verbalize how we're feeling or talk about our thoughts, it actually comes out a whole lot better. The other thing I want you to think of it from a different perspective, stop being so selfish, be a team player. By holding your thoughts inside when let's say you're collaborating at an event or something at your job, you're not helping out your teammates. You're not helping out your colleagues because you're keeping silent and your voice is just as important as the next person. You have ideas that go through your head and these thoughts and you need to be able to just birth them out and speak it out loud. Not having these conversations inside of your head. Yes, there are going to be times where you may have some difficult situations and it's very challenging and you don't want to have a conversation because you are nervous about it. You don't know how the person is going to respond. Well, in these instances, one of the things you can do is you can just role play. Practice what you're going to say out loud to this individual. If it's a conversation over the phone, you can actually write out what you want to say outline it so that way when you're having the conversation you don't get lost in whatever the conversation is because what can happen is if we're having an intense conversation or I should say an uncomfortable conversation with someone then we're already worked up inside of ourselves so we're probably sweating inside we're already nervous so our thoughts are not going to be all clear we're not going to have as much clarity so as we say something and then they may respond back we may just get lost and never end up saying all of what we wanted to say we may only say a piece because then we get engaged in what they're saying or we may feel defensive and just because of just what's going on physiologically inside of our bodies we may forget to really say all of what we want to say so a great way to address that is simply writing out what it is that you want to say if you are looking at having a difficult conversation with someone outlining that conversation so you can then go over and practice what you want to say and even if you don't practice what you want to say if you just write it out when you're having the conversation to that person with that person you can look down and go okay I already did that one you can look down and go, oh I need to say this this is the next thing I need to bring up it keeps you on track right so that's another just strategy on how you can have 
what to do when you need to have a difficult conversation with someone to make sure you're able to clearly identify and verbalize all of what you wanted to say as far as what kind of thoughts and what feelings you were having on that. Communicating is so very, very important. There's other sides of communication, but we're talking about the verbalizing part because the other side of it is active listening. And I'll talk about that on another podcast because over... 85% of how we communicate is through nonverbal language, right? Our body language, what we do, not necessarily what we say. But for the purpose of today, we're talking about being able to communicate effectively how you are feeling about something. A great way that you can do that, because if you're a person that is concerned about hurting the feelings of someone else or it not coming out right, this is a trick you can do. I want you to use the word notice. So how you would do that is you can simply say, I notice that whenever I come into a room, you tend to turn away, right? Or I notice that whenever I am trying to speak or say something, you kind of shut down or you kind of turn your head, right? It's starting off with saying, I notice, because then that gives the other individual to say, well, no, that's not what I really meant by that, or that's not what I was saying. So if you use the word, I notice, it places it more in a neutral stance. So it's not as if you feel, it'll help you get away from feeling as if you're attacking or feeling as if you're, you know, really going at the person in a negative way. No, you're just saying what you notice. And another thing you can say is they are called I statements. And I statements place whatever you're going through back onto you. It takes it away from that person so they can't be defensive. And so what you're going to do is basically say what you are noticing. You're going to say how you're feeling about something, what the behavior is, and what you would like to see different, right? So you would say, I'm going to give you an example. If um, I have a colleague who always tends to come into my office and just wants to talk all the time and is preventing me from getting my work done, and that is causing me to be behind. So what I'm going to say is, I feel as it, I feel as if when you come into the office, you're not really taking into consideration what my schedule is and it makes me come behind with what I need to get done so what I need for you to do is to ask when you come into my office do is this a good time for me to talk and that way we can then move forward right so you're going to say what it is that you're feeling about the behavior that the person is doing and what it's doing to you and what you need for them to do. It's not enough to just say how you feel about something as far as when someone is doing something or behavior. You have to say what it is you actually need from them also, right? Because if you only say what the behavior is you're seeing, that's only half way of communicating, right? You need to be able to say what it is you need from them also because they don't know, right? Saying, well, they should know, no, we can't assume that people know exactly what it is we need or what we mean unless we clearly identify it and verbalize it to that individual because if not then we're not being fair to the other person we are sitting here having these expectations that we're placing on them and they're not even aware that there is an expectation that we have so it's just being able to effectively communicate how you are feeling about something right i'll give you another one with the i statement because once again the i statement 
places it back on you because you're saying how you feel and it opens up that dialogue with the other person so they can say well no I'm sorry you feel the way but that's not what my intentions were but it actually opens up the dialogue so you guys can then have that conversational piece right so you can have that dialect it doesn't shut it down and so another example would be um, let's say you you have a friend and your friend is always late, right? So no matter where you guys go, if she shows up to your house because you guys are going to carpool somewhere, she's always late. And so it makes you guys late to different events. So then you're going to talk about that. You're going to say, I feel as if you don't really value my time whenever you're coming late. And it places me in a bad predicament and I miss out on things. So I need for you to let me know if you're not going to be able to come at this the required time so then I can make different arrangements right so you're saying what you were feel what the behavior was how it made you feel and what you needed from your friend so I just want to give you those two examples and just the key part once again is the importance the importance I cannot stress it enough the importance of being able to verbalize your thoughts and feelings so that that can help you with being able to lead more of a life where you're having that mental wellness because when we are suppressing our thoughts and our feelings it impacts how we feel it impacts our mood once again like I said it can impact our thoughts it can impact our sleeping habits it can impact how we want to engage with other people right it can create where we are now angry and we are verbalizing our emotions in an aggressive manner which is never a good thing and we'll talk about that on another podcast right about being able to effectively manage your anger and communication is a very key point and how you will go about that. So I hope you were able to gain something from today's topic on being able to communicate by verbalizing your thoughts and your feelings. And I am just excited that this week is going to be great. It's going to be an awesome week. It's going to be, as I like to say, a fantabulous week. Please make sure you stop by and visit um, my YouTube channel, Dr. Nicole Arcady. Leave a comment, subscribe, see some different videos that I have on there with different tips, tools, and strategies all about mental wellness. You can also visit my website, www.nicolearcady.com, where you can gain information on different speaking engagements that I have and upcoming events that I will be speaking at. You can also visit my Instagram, where I leave different inspirational, thought-provoking um, items on there on my Instagram, which is Dr. Nicole Arcady. Are you seeing the theme here? Everything is Dr. Nicole Arcady, so that you can have access um, to just different material. I want you just to enjoy yourselves this week. I want you to just think about why is mental wellness so very important to you? Because you matter too.